Hi, this is Sandhya Mendonca and you're listening to my podcast Spotlight with Sandhya. Writers, scientists, artists, business leaders, politicians, you will find them and many other engaging people right here talking about what they do and how it impacts the world. March is the month that we celebrate the International Women's Day. Today's guest on my podcast is a person who represents the complete woman, a pioneer who built a business from the ground up and who's all about women celebrating their femininity. I'm talking with one of the OGs of the beauty business in India, Blossom Kotcher. She's the founder of the Aroma Magic brand and has written 3 books on skincare, beauty and aromatherapy. The revenue from the beauty and personal care market in India this year is more than 27 billion dollars. It's a pretty big business to be in. So Blossom, tell me, how many years have you been in this business? I think I've been about um, you can say 30 years and over, a little over. Yeah, for a long time. I've been like for ages. <laughs> What sparked your interest in beauty care? I was always interested in beauty. and how people how people looked and how you know it was always very very interesting for me in fact i must must say i when i was growing up in a boarding i found one day the nuns asked me to you know i think this was when i was in saint francis xavier's uh, school i was there and uh, the nuns had asked, said that they wanted someone to cut her, cut hair of some a girl's hair and you know that was the time when i really uh, you know then i said oh yes i put my hand up in the assembly that i would cut it and then i was really petrified at that time but when i went i took this lady uh, this young girl and i combed her hair i had a other fr- another friend with me called dollar kendall we were both in the same school so she held a big mug and i had this huge scissor which was a cutting scissor cloth cutting scissor and we cut it and of course firstly it came all you know asymmetrical that means up one up one down but later we put a comb and combed and from that day onwards i think i got this interest in you know uh, cutting uh, cutting a person's hair because it makes them look so good when you do their hair design and later on as i grew up i found that doing makeup would make would create such a wonderful change and also skin care and beauty so in fact i had this urge and this listen me from a long time because i really believed that you know this thing could uh, these things like hair beauty makeup and they could really change a person from the way they looked and give them a whole lot of confidence and in fact since i was very artistic at that time and for a long time i started in fact at that time using the human face and figure as a as a, uh, this for beauty you know and so as a thing for art so i start uh, they were the canvas for me so it was something that i grew up with it was a thing that came natural of course later on i went and studied and everything and that's how i got this interest in beauty for a long time actually from childhood did you study the subject of beauty formally blossom beauty care i studied when i used to go to visit my sister my parents and in canada that's where i did my first part of beauty education and then later 
of course, I used to go on and then later on I studied it all over the world. In fact, America, in fact, Paris, everywhere, London, I went all over to study. So that's where I studied. But the person, the where I studied hair was really from this organization called Pivot Point, which was in, the head office was in Chicago. So there's where I studied the hair. And of course, beauty again came from there. And aromatherapy was something that came from India and of course, Paris and elsewhere. You were very famous as a beautician. You were also a consultant for many pageants, including the Miss World pageant that happened in India way back in the 90s. Is that when you launched your own line of beauty products? Now, that was that was really fantastic. We, in fact, we had this team of ours, which were, which consisted of a huge team from people from all over, but really good at makeup and hair. And we looked after the whole 90 uh, contestants from all over the world. And that is where I launched the product, the, the uh, beauty products called Blossom Culture Aroma Magic. And it was based on aromatherapy. That's where I launched it with each of these girls. And I found that we had this oil called Happiness, which was a blend actually of uh, all the different roses and orange and mandarin and they used to keep coming down and saying can we have some happiness can we have some happiness so we used to give them this oil which really used to help them and of course they used all the products which was really wonderful so it was actually a launch for my products and also and i knew that these products really helped everyone not only to look good, but they also started feeling good, which was very, very important. You were doing hair, you were doing makeup. What sparked your interest in aromatherapy, Blossom? Now, aromatherapy was, in fact, when when I first set up in Wellington, like, you know, my husband was in the army and we, he was posted there. And uh, that's where I first, start, you know, I started this salon over there. And I remember... I used to make these cosmetics for my clients, personalize, make them, and for each one had a different one. And then I used to use these pure essential oils also in these cosmetics because the cosmetics were absolutely natural. And I found that these oils, they worked wonderfully with the clients. Like they would not only get rid of, make their skin look beautiful, but they would could also help their cold to get better. They would help them to think better. They would take away their worries and tension. So the clients used to come back and tell me, you know, Blossom, the cream you gave me, it not just helps my, uh, you know, my face look good, but it also helps me to calm down it helps me to sleep better or they say you know I had a cold coming and it went away and I can think better so then that got me thinking that you know there is something in this these pure essential oils so of course I then I met a Ved in the Nilgiris only he was there and studies a lot so he got me into studying it from the Vedas. Now you'll find that in the Vedas, the Rasayana Tantra, that's the Veda of rejuvenation, you will find they use a lot of essential oils and, and you know these aromatic plants. 
Also, you will find in the other one, the Vajikaran Tantra, that is the Veda of aphrodisiacs. So there again, they use a lot of these oils. So that is how I went into aromatherapy and learned a great deal of Ayurveda mixed with aromatherapy, which I use in all my cosmetics. And that's where I got the first thing of aromatherapy. From there, of course, I went out to Paris and there again, I was saying, they said, you know, there is this special workshop on aromatherapy. So I was thinking, what is aromatherapy? So I went there for that workshop and I found that that was something that I was doing all along using essential oils. So I went in and learned more from the Western side. And then, of course, when I went to China to teach the Ayurvedic and the Western, I came across the Chinese aromatherapy. And so there I went and learned the Chinese aromatherapy. So this all combined made me go in for two postgraduates. So I did a two postgrad, not one, but two PG uh, in um, postgraduates in uh, aromatherapy. So I also did my PhD in aromatherapy, which was something at that time very, very new and rare but it was something that really helped me a great deal. It's much easier to start a business these days. You have venture capital funds, you have institutions that give you funding. How was it to start a business, Blossom, especially in the beauty sector, which was not considered a very high growth sector in those years? I started a business very small. Firstly, I think that really helped me and made my success, gave me success was that I had a passion. I really had a passion. I wanted to, and a passion to make people beautiful, a passion for beauty, a passion for aromatherapy. That means everything natural and sustainable. I had this passion. So that was one of the biggest driving forces in me. Now, how did I start? I started in a very small, in fact, I started in Wellington, in the Wellington Club because my husband was posted there and they gave me a room. They asked him, they said, you know, we want to start a salon. Do you know anyone? And of course, at that time there I was all ready to start something. And so they gave me this room where I went in and started. Now, how I spent only about five to 10,000, I think it was 5,000 because at that time 10,000 was quite a lot, you know, or anything over that. So I, it was just 5,000 which I spent to set it up where we needed a table, a chair, a bed. And then of course we needed to have the, some consumables, which, which was cotton, this, that, that. I used to do my own products because at that time only charmis and, uh, and pawns were around and I definitely couldn't use that the clients you know to give them their thing so it cost me that but later on when i came into came into delhi and we had to start and i had to get things i discovered one thing banks or anything don't really give you any money at that time they never used to give you know there was no loans there was no capital there was nothing so we had to really do it and work it ourselves so that is really how i started small went into it and increased and each time I made money I kept putting it into it and that is how we built it and it came up into touch wood and I must say that God's grace it came to what it is but it it started really in a very very small way and 
beauty was something I always believed from then and I believe it till now. You can, money can be, the economy can be really low in the, in the world, but beauty is something everybody wants. They want to look good. They want to have a lipstick. They need to have certain things done. So beauty is an industry that can never, never go down. And today you have a business that sells over 170 signature products, right? That which is all it is wonderful. And we have all these products which have skin, hair, beauty, body, the whole thing and aromatherapy, of course, because now it was how I built it, of course, building it year by year. That's how it went. And when I started, it was it was really difficult to get uh, aromatherapy known to people even now you know people don't know so much of aromatherapy so I had to keep on giving them lectures and telling them about it and you know education played a very big part in this in in uh, establishing my whole business and I discovered another thing that I was very good at you know uh, we had to know how to look after a person's skin. So it was cleansing, toning, moisturizing. And then I realized that we have different skins. So we had to go according to each type of skin. Then they had to use different products. You know, and I discovered that the more natural you are, the more the more going back to nature, the more the you know the aromatherapy that was because it works on your body, mind and emotions and so that's how it went to you so each thing has a different so that is how i went into these products and of course it grew year by year and it's still growing because the season the time everything it helps you know it really has to it it needs different things and now covid has come now it has a different kind of product we need more wellness products so that is how I started growing and it started, you know, getting going, the product. There's a lot of mentorship available for entrepreneurs in current times. There are also many courses that one can take up to learn how to grow a business or how to give it a boost at any stage. How did you go about building your business, Blossom? Did you also do any such course or was it your natural instinct? Of course, a course on how to do business, no. It was a different kind. I did a college education in arts, nothing to do with, you know, nothing to do with anything of this business or anything. It was literature was my main subject. And so it was by, it was really by experience, by, um, you know, trial and error. And it was knowing people and knowing what they want. In fact, I always believed in this. If it's good for you, it could be good for them. So you've got to find out what is needed, what was wanted. So that is how it really went through. For business, it was that mainly I had a passion, which is very important for business. The next thing I never gave up, whatever thing you decide, if I wanted to do something, I just went ahead, whatever it was, you know, to go ahead and do it. So never give up because I always believed in one thing that if you 
give up sometimes you may be giving up just at the time when the business or anything could just take a turn for the better so never give up and people they were they are really something that's why till today i love people and i love going and talking to them and you know t- telling them things because they are the ones they're the ones are your teachers you know and they will tell you what is good and what is not good and what do they want so it was what do they want what did they need to look better what was their mindset like because that is really something that helped me then and helps me now so people what they need and it the main thing was this business of mine was ruled was not by mind and heart it was by heart and mind so it was what i loved and what they loved so that is how i worked it and now the second and third generation of your family are also involved in the business right your daughter and your grandson are also very much part of the business now now of course it is wonderful that uh, my of course my husband also joined me and helped me a great deal it was very important and uh, my children how did they get it samantha in fact she was my only child so whenever i had to go abroad or anything either my husband would have to take leave to look after her or i had to take her with me and so that is how she started at a very young age i think when she was a kid she used to you know see me doing waxing and other things so she used to also try it out they used to take these dummies and cut their hair terrible cuts but they used to give the cuts so that is how she did it and of course when she we went up when i went to broad in fact she was the youngest teacher uh, she at the age of 15 she learned from the age of 13 and at the age of 15 because she used to learn in a holiday she also used to teach a class of grown up um, men and women in in chicago and she was very good at it and in fact this was she was very good she was artistic and she's excellent in hair and makeup and of course then when my husband died then i had to get her into the business also you know to look after so she's the md of our of our company and she looks after the business i don't know if she likes that sitting there and doing that because she's so artistic but she does them both together because she also trains world skill you know the in hair that she does and the indian team she trains them in hair so she keeps them both together that's how she is doing that then now my grandson her son so when he went to college he went to college in london and then he went to ireland and he came back and he again started the e-commerce wing for us because at that time e-commerce was very much you know in so he got the e-commerce going he's got the export also going so he is in into that and finances is other uh, strong point so he is also involved in the finance so they both have all come in and i'm very happy to have them because they bring in this young ideas young trends young way and the new ways of doing business so it's really wonderful having both of them in the business it's really good and yes i do know that you are a people person because i've seen your personal interactions you have such a sense of warmth blossom i want to ask you about the fixation that all indians have about a fair complexion all of us wear your shades of brown 
you in fact are one of the fairest indians that i've seen i must say that but most people want to look fairer than they are what is your take on it i feel that you know skin just has to glow you know you don't your color makes no difference it is the it is the way your skin is and how it glows so skin has to glow skin has to look good you know that is the main thing that you have to do so for that you have to just look after your skin and it is not the fairness and the thing you'll find many times with me i keep saying oh my god i'm so fair i have to make myself a little browner so i will put a whole lot of bronzer on me and of course i used to go in the sun and i don't i discovered one thing i don't get dark you know brown i get red so i stop that now you know so it is not the fairness or the brownness it is just your skin and you've got to make it glow and your complexion has to look good and shiny and glowy and which will if we follow a good diet you know and if we drink a lot of water that is one thing i feel a lot of people are neglecting drinking water they have to drink a lot of water that's 8 to 10 glasses a day which is very very important and you can just sip the water which is you don't need to drink it and then eat a lot of vegetables and fruits so that you get enough minerals and vitamins into your body which is important of course protein again is an important thing for the skin which we have to do and so this is really what is needed not not necessarily a fair skin i think i heard you say at a recent event that beauty is more than just physical beauty it's about being put together as a whole person so who according to you is a very well groomed person and i'm talking about all genders actually um, it is not every, in fact there's a lot of well groomed people around i can say Uh, women and men you know they all but what should it should be like from head to toe it should be if they have what is this grooming it's like uh, when you take a, just say you take a diamond you know the diamond is raw but if you shine it and polish it what happens so that is really what this grooming does and it has to do with it has to do with that air of confidence it gives you that air of confidence it has nothing to do with beautiful face and features and anything it means it has to be a holistic kind of a thing you know that really will give you that air of confidence and that will uh, make you in fact uh, a person where kindness shows out of there is like even in when we do the miss india the miss the feminine for the miss india you will find those who really win it is they you can see their whole persona from inside coming out they are beautiful inside and out and that is really what is a well groomed person and you'll find in every walk of life you're going to find a well groomed person also cleanliness and the uh, you know the the cleanliness and neatness and how they look and how they carry themselves that makes a big difference in grooming that's what i know would you say that there is a lot of spiritual element in what you do and from what you said just now would you say that one has to take a holistic view of success in life and success in business 
absolutely holistic view so it's a body mind and spirit kind of a thing it has to be so it's body mind spirit emotions the whole thing going together and that is why i love aromatherapy because it works on the body mind spirit and emotions it's so that is really what is a well-groomed person you can't have a well-groomed person who's an angry person who's a you know who's a, jealous and unkind and passing rude remarks no that doesn't really work you know blossom you radiate this sense of wonderful peace confidence poise and kindness how do you do it <laughs> that's a very difficult question i actually i think maybe because i exercise and i uh yoga and i do a breathing breathing is a very important part and of course meditation to a, to a certain extent i do meditate but not for a very long time you know it's just a, a very small like 15 20 minutes praying is one part of it reiki praying so all these you know they really i think help me to be how i am and to i don't know that's that's really and maybe another thing is i really i feel happy that is one of the other things it's been such a pleasure listening to you blossom thank you so much for coming on to this podcast i think that what you've said is going to add so much value to our lives these are the key takeaways for me from our conversation seize opportunities that come your way never give up look good feel good and be good thank you thank you it's really been wonderful talking to you sandhya thank you so very much and it was wonderful meeting you also honestly lovely lovely person thank you thank you blossom for those kind words and to our listeners i hope you enjoyed this episode of spotlight with sandhya as much as i did do subscribe to the podcast I would love to hear from you. The links are in the bio. I'll be back soon with another interesting guest. Until then, take care.